Sin rumbo, la energía negativa yo la derrumbo Con mis pezuñas de cordero Me propuse a recorrer el continente entero Sin brújula, sin tiempo, sin agenda Inspirado por las leyendas Por historias empaquetadas en lata Por los cuentos que la luna relata Aprendí a caminar sin mapa A irme de caminata Sin comodidades, sin lujo Protegido por los santos y los brujos Aprendí a escribir en mi libreta y con un mismo idioma sacudir todo el planeta aprendí que mi pueblo todavía reza porque las autoridades y la realeza todavía se mueven por debajo de la mesa aprendí a tragarme la depresión con cerveza mi patrono yo lo escupo desde las montañas y con mi propia saliva enveneno su champaña Enveneno su champaña Sonrisa, yo veo una guerrilla, una aventura, un movimiento. Tu lenguaje, tu acento, yo quiero descubrir lo que ya estaba descubierto. Ser un emigrante, ese es mi deporte. Hoy me voy para el norte sin pasaporte, sin transporte. A pie con las patas, pero no importa, este hombre se hidrata. Con lo que retratan mis pupilas. Cargo con un par de paisajes en mi mochila. Cargo con vitamina de clorofila. Cargo con un rosario que me vigila. Sueño con cruzar el meridiano. Resbalando por las cuerdas del 4 de Aureliano Y llegarle tempranito, temprano a la orilla Por el desierto con los pies a la parrilla Vamos por debajo de la tierra como las ardillas Yo voy a cruzar la muralla Yo soy un intruso con identidad de recluso Y por eso me convierto en buzo Y buceo por debajo de la tierra Pa' que no me vean los guardias y los perros no me huelan Abuela no se preocupe, que en mi cuello cuelga la Virgen de la Guadalupe. Hoy, para todos los emigrantes del mundo entero, allá va eso, calle 13. Moviendo tu antídoto, la que no tiene identidad, somos idénticos, hay que llevar sin avisar. Estamos tranquilitos, para lo que ya no están, para lo que están, y lo que viene. tu antídoto, esfuerzo sea como un llamado de voluntad y esperanza para todos 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 todos
Desde que te vi supe que eras pa' mí Dile a tus amigas que andamos ready Esto lo seguimos en el after party ¿Cómo te llamas, baby? Desde que te vi supe que eras pa' mí Dile a tus amigas que andamos ready Esto lo seguimos en el after party Calma, yo quiero ver cómo ella lo menea Mueve ese boom boom girl Es una asesina cuando baila Quiere que todo el mundo la vea I like your boom boom girl Con calma, yo quiero ver cómo ella lo menea Mueve ese boom boom girl Tiene adrenalina en mí de la pista Ponteame lo que sea I like your boom boom girl Ya vi que estás solita, acompáñame La noche de nosotros tú lo sabes Y es que gáname dam 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 De guayarte mami, ese ram pam pam yeah Esa criminal como lo mueve es un delito Tengo que arrestarte porque pienso y no me quito Tienes criminality pero te doy fatality Vivete la película azotando mi gravity Cari pone la regla, quiero que obedecer Mami no tiene pausa, quiero que vas a hacer Intelligent, yes, she gentle and airy Everywhere me go, me never left her at all You say that I miss me at the Ram dance man Ram it in a dance and in a nation You never know, say that I miss me at the boom shop attack Man, never lay down flat and I want car go back You say that I'm a Yankee, I go reach in a hip hop Se te lo 
que tire para adelante, que tire para adelante con su movimiento campeón. Que tire, que tire, que tire, que tire, que tire, que tire para adelante, que tire para adelante con su movimiento. Y si la ve bailando es la favorita, si la ve como suelta la cinturita, si la ve. Aquí no andamos el sentimiento, mami lo que quiere es fuego. Modélame ese pantalón caliente. Online at www.formagazine.org slash radio. KEXU 96.1 FM, Pole People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. And today we have a very, very good show. Um, we're going to be talking, um, we're going to have a couple of guests. Um, first, I'm going to have a, a guest, a, a friend of uh, a Chicano political prisoner, Michael Paul Astorga, who is in prison and falsely accused of uh, killing a pig. And he's an innocent man who is struggling um, to get out of the concentration camp. And so we're going to hear about his story and, and the struggle to free uh, Michael Paul. And, uh, and, and also, you know, we're going to have, um, we have Brother G7s here who's going to share once again some of his revolutionary music with us. And so that's always good to hear as well. 
Brother G7's always um, always here bringing us revolutionary culture because uh, culture is very important, um, particularly revolutionary culture. Very, very important because um, this is ultimately going to free us. And, and so we always want to um, keep our finger on the pulse of the revolutionary culture that's flowing through our streets and, and through our, our people's homes and our people's lives. And um, firstly, though, I'd like to give a little news update from Aslam Press. And um, there's a few things I want to talk about. Of course, first uh, and foremost, I want to talk about the gladiator fights as, as usual. And I also wanted to mention, um, you know, those who... Anybody who has a friend, family member, loved one who's in prison in one of the concentration camps, um, in, in, uh, and, and, you know, they should be concerned about these gladiator fights, even if they haven't yet affected uh, their friend or family member or loved one. And because eventually um, it's going to affect um, many, many prisoners. So don't wait until it. Uh, affects your loved one if anybody has uh, friends and family members who are in prison uh, you should be very concerned um, and you should be very involved in the struggles to um, to um, overcome this this repression that the prisoners are facing in the concentration camps in one good group I, I want to mention um, you can find them on Facebook and uh, the Facebook group uh, you could just search the Facebook groups, and it's called No Non-Designated Programming Facilities for GP Inmates. And I'll read it again. It's a Facebook group called No Non-Designated Programming Facilities for GP Inmates. And this is a very important group. Of familias that are uh, struggling for their loved ones who are in the concentration camps and for all prisoners um, uh, against the gladiator fights because you know these gladiator these state sanctioned you know this is state sanctioned terror and um, you know this is state sanctioned terrorism and uh, you know and it's being inflicted on mostly Chicano prisoners. Um, you know, 90-something percent, 95, 96 percent of the prisoners um, being forced uh, to be gladiators are Chicano prisoners. So this is something that our community uh, must uh, take notice of and get involved with because these are our people that are being terrorized um, by the state. And this group right here uh, is very um, important. And, um, you know, in, in my opinion, you know, when it comes to the Chicano prison movement, um, this is an outside group, outside of the concentration camp, um, who is on the front lines in the Chicano prison movement because um, they are there fighting um, for the lives of Rasa prisoners and all prisoners. Um, but as I said, it, this is mostly an attack, a war on Chicano prisoner, on imprisoned Aslan. So this is something that everybody, you know, if you're in the community, you're, you know, Rasa, everybody should be concerned, but Rasa in particular, 
um, should be very concerned because these are, you know, um, these are those who have challenged the state, have struggled against the state in many ways. Um, and so these are our um, these are our freedom fighters um, held in these concentration camps who are fighting the state in many different ways. Um, some of the ways you may not agree with, but uh, they are fighting and challenging the state on so many levels. Uh, and we need to support them. We need to make sure that um, at the very least um, that we um, support those who are struggling with them on the front lines and so this this um, group you could get in contact uh, once again no non-designated programming facilities for gp inmates and this is a group that um, does go to sacramento does go to the state capitol does go to the prisons um, you know has rallies um, in front of the prisons um, challenging the state uh, against and calling out the state against these uh, gladiator fights so this is a group that anybody concerned with uh, that situation should get in contact with find them on Facebook and, um, and link up with them and get involved and find ways to um, figure out a better way forward um, uh, for all of us all of us out here and all of us behind enemy lines in the concentration camp so i wanted to send a special uh shout out to that group it's a very important group and you know um and they are um and they are a friend of free aslan as well uh we've had them on here and we will continue to um offer them this platform to inform the community and to um educate the public on what's really going on uh, on this state-sanctioned terrorism that is plaguing our people in the concentration camps. Um, and to other news, I wanted to mention, um, you know, the political prisoner known as Kinetic Justice, um, who is a prisoner at Limestone Correctional Facility in Alabama. He is on hunger strike, and this has been going on for about two weeks now. And um, this brother has, you know, um, challenged the state in many ways um, and is um, very actively in struggle within the prison movement. And um, it continues the struggle. And, and, and this is just another um, form of struggle um, of many, one form of many that kinetic justice has been involved in. And, and, and this brother is in Alabama and he's on hunger strike alone by himself uh on the second week of not eating any food so you know find out you know google or whatever you got to do search his name find out what's going on and how you can support and um and you know um aid this brother who's struggling not only for himself but for all prisoners at his prison and throughout the prison system because when prisoners uh, gain a victory in one prison uh, it's a victory for all prisoners and it's the same thing for us out here uh, when somebody from the oppressed nations gains a victory against the oppressor that's a victory for all of us when a country uh, obtains national liberation um, it's not just helping their people their country um, obtain national liberation 
it's a blow to imperialism and it is a benefit to all oppressed nations around the world and this is why they don't like uh, oppressed nations uh, to obtain national liberation this is why they try to smother any kind of resistance and revolutions especially in this hemisphere um, because um, these um, give um, um, moral support um, even um, physical support at times to other oppressed nations you know we one of us comes up you know we reach back and pull another one up and this is how countries do it this is how oppressed nations do it when they obtain national liberation they will reach out to another country another people uh, and assist them to obtain national liberation as well because the more of us that obtain it uh, the better chances of us finally uh, putting uh, imperialism to sleep you know pulling the plug on them for good so this is something that we want to understand um, when it comes to prisoners it's the same concept um, one prison gain is a gain for all prisoners and we are all prisoners here in America you know America is a prison house of nations it is a prison it is a prison of oppressed nations people uh, of the Chicano nation the black nation the first nations and many others who are prisoners here we are not free we are not free to govern ourselves we are not free to run our own economies we are not free to train our own militaries we are not free to access our own resources we are not free to do on our land what we want to do we are not free um, the oppressor nation is free they are free to oppress we the oppressed we are not free and we will never be free until we control the land until we are able to form our own governments then we will be free um, you know them naming um, schools after us or giving us museums and you know allowing us to speak um, an indigenous language that is not freedom you know that is not free so we need to understand what freedom really means it doesn't mean we are free uh, to um, you know to contribute to an oppressor to a settler colonial nation that is not free you know that is not being free you know um, that is being a slave to the oppressor and that's what we are today you know we are not free to access anything that is ours you know the only thing we're free to do is uh, choose what oppressor is going to represent us in the oppressor white house and um, we are also free to choose uh, what corporation we're going to contribute our labor to that's the only thing we're free to do but we have no freedom here so you know we got to understand that um, and decolonize our minds and stop thinking that we're free and stop thinking uh, for some stop thinking you're Americans you are not Americans you need to knock that off so uh, let me uh, I'm gonna go on now to this very 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 important uh, interview and this is an interview with um, you know a very very close friend of uh, Michael Paul Astorga and he is a Chicano political prisoner held 
in an Oklahoma prison. And um, and so we're going to hear this story on 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 Michael. And um, and so his good friend Johnny is here with us today and um, he's going to share, you know, um, some personal stories uh, about Michael. And so let me just welcome him now. Johnny, uh, welcome to Free Aslan. I thank you. Nice to meet you. And I greatly appreciate you welcoming me to your show this evening. Mm. Well, thank you, brother. And, 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 you know, thank you for your courage and struggle and also your assistance in getting this very important uh, story out. You know, this is very important. We're going to learn from it. And, you know, for some people that don't know, you know, that we have political prisoners in the U.S., uh, you know, in these false U.S. borders, you know, we do have many political prisoners, those who uh, are in prison for political acts and those accused of political acts, but also those who have become politicized once in these concentration camps. So um, this is a very important story. But let me start, brother, by asking you, um, you know, tell us about Michael Paul Astorga's story and how he was arrested. Okay. Michael, Michael Paul Astorga's nightmare began on March the 22nd, 2006 at approximately 12.44 a.m. in the morning where he became the target for murdering in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Bernalillo County Sheriff's deputy. Wow. Wow. And, and yeah, and, and you know, um, there's many people accused of, you know, murdering um, pigs. But, and we know in this case, Michael is innocent. Um, we know that the facts and the um, everything surrounding the case points to his innocence. And as always, you know, when something like this happens, um, you know, you know, um, brown and black people are m- always the scapegoats, and you know, and and we've heard these stories before of them just, you know, um, attempting to arrest anybody in the area, attempt putting pressure on their informants, you know, give us a name, and you know, or targeting certain individuals. And so, my question to you is, you know, um, you know, has Michael? Did he have um, a history of being harassed or repressed by the pigs in Albuquerque, New Mexico? To answer your question, most definitely, growing up in a small neighborhood, he became targeted for due to the fact that he was a Hispanic and in the community. And to speak to what you're saying, Politics do play a role in situations like this. Michael Paul's brother was targeted for this crime despite the fact that there was never any scientific nor forensic evidence, nor witness. There has been a number of individuals in the community that have came out and spoken on his behalf. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, brother. And, and, you know, and if we look to the history of the Chicano Nation, 
we know that um, historically, um, you know, if we look to history, the state has always targeted people who, um, you know, come under the radar for one reason or, or another. Um, and they've always blamed um, uh, certain acts on those that they want to get rid of, you know, whether they are um, just uh, influential people in the neighborhood, whether they are uh, prominent figures in the community, whatever it may be, um, we know, especially through things like Cointelpro, that um, that the pigs have always targeted innocent people uh, in our community, especially our leaders and people of influence. So, you know, um, it doesn't surprise us, you know, but a lot of people never heard of Michael Paul Astorga. And, and you know, a lot of people don't know uh, that he is a political prisoner. And, you know, um, this act, and I'll just talk briefly on the act itself, you know, when somebody, um, you know, does, whoever did do this act on the deputy, on the, on the pig, you know, that is a political act. That is precisely a political act because the pigs are employed by the government. They are um, government employees. They are the front lines of the government. So when somebody does reach out and touches one of these pigs, um, when they reach out and touch them like this, um, that is an act against the state. And it is a political act. And anybody charged for this act, whether they're innocent or it doesn't matter, they are political prisoners. In this case, Michael is innocent. The facts, the evidence point to his innocence. And because he's being held under these charges, um, it does a hundred percent make him a political prisoner and this is something that I was talking to with others about and this is an important I think for the Chicano Nation that this is a campaign that uh, we need to all take up and we need to all support this brother Michael Paul Astorga and uh, come to his defense uh, no matter where we are, no matter what city we are in, no matter what state we are in, in these false U.S. borders, this is a campaign of justice for our for our brother, um, and um, this is something that we cannot allow the state uh, to claim this brother's life. We cannot allow the state um, to frame this brother up, and this is an important campaign that Free Aslan. Uh, will be supporting uh, an ongoing campaign to free Michael Paul Astorga because he is a political, he is a Chicano political prisoner and uh, we all as a nation, all of Aslan need to support this brother um, who's falsely accused of taking down this pig. So, but my next question to you is, is this brother Michael is he appealing his case at this time, or has his appeal already been um, exercised? He's preparing to appeal his case in the upcoming year. In 2012, there was a ruling in which the state is continuing to refuse to acknowledge. A jury stated that they had doubts about a just conviction 
and wanted to enter a presumption of innocence on his behalf in which the judge did not want to acknowledge or accept. Mm. Wow. Hmm. And so this is an ongoing case and do you know if Michael has a lawyer uh, at this time? At the time being, he did not have an attorney bearing the works of what as receiving donations and trying to get any assistance possible to aid him Mm. So he does not have an attorney at this time, uh, and you uh, and and Michael is taking donations in order to raise money um, for an attorney. And um, we know there's a lot of attorneys. There's a lot of conscious attorneys out there who um, do uh, struggle against uh, state repression and um, targeting of oppressed nations people and so you know of any of the listeners know of any conscious attorneys um you know we need to connect these attorneys to brother michael and um this is something that we need to um really put our efforts and our energy into um in order to free this brother and um in a victory uh, for Michael is going to be a victory for the Chicano nation because, um, you know, um, if we look to history, um, you know, anytime they have, um, you know, the state has murdered one of our, uh, one of our leaders or anybody of influence in our communities, um, it has hurt us all and it has set us all back. As well as any other oppressed nations people, you know, when, when, and this is what the state does, and, and it does this for a reason, you know, and, um, and in this case, you know, we need to find ways to help this brother, um, to, um, fundraise or find an attorney, and, um, and, and we need to come to this brother's assistance, um, and, and, and help this brother any way we can. But, let me get to this next question, brother. Um, what, what are, I'm curious on, you know, on, on what brother Michael's thoughts are um, on the court, on the court system, actually, um, after being convicted for something he didn't do. Like, what's his feelings toward the whole so-called quote-unquote judicial system after being convicted of something he did not do? How does he view the courts now, um, having gone through this, having been convicted of something like this that he did not do? First and foremost, throughout the entire process, he has been strong, courageous, but extremely frustrated because he firmly believes in the system, but now he believes that the system is broken and that they have targeted him due to the corrupted politics. Mm. Yeah, yeah, brother, and and I agree. You know, I I, I call the the so-called uh, criminal justice system um, the criminal injustice system because um, this is not justice for uh, the Chicano nation. It's not a system of justice for the oppressed nations here in the in these false u.s borders um this is a system of justice 
for the oppressor nation and a tool to enforce and uphold uh, their stranglehold on all of us uh, brown, black, and red peoples, you know. Um, and so, you know, um, Chicano Nation, the First Nations, and other oppressed nations, people have always felt the brunt heel of the so-called, um, you know, the injustice system. And um, they've used prisons for many, many years and decades and centuries um, um, in order to, um, you know, as a weapon against us. And, and you know, instead of lynching us on the streets, you know, they throw us in prison for life. And, and so this is what we've been dealing with. So um, I would agree with you, brother, that, you know, um, there is no justice in this in this court system and 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 by the way um when michael was convicted um what was the sentence they gave michael 30 years of 13 and a half years and you must keep in mind michael has always maintained his innocence from day one he was convicted despite the fact that there had never been no eyewitness, there had never been no science or forensic evidence against him. The lead detectives in the case stated that they had actual fast camera video footage for which they refused to produce. There is, like I state, several leading investigators who were former police officers who had came to Michael's defense there's a forensic scientist by the name of Michael Spence who has read a book or participated in writing a book and mentions how Michael was innocent. Wow. Wow. So no DNA evidence, no witnesses, no forensic evidence, nothing. Um, and they convict this brother um, of this act. Um you know and, and and i think that there's so many stories like this i know i've ran across a lot of people uh in prison with no evidence no dna no for nothing um and 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 it's a common thing um especially for brown and black people in in the u.s prison system this is a common thing and you know and 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 the thing is it's just another concrete example that um you know we can't ultimately we won't be able to rely on um the oppressor uh, for justice and 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 the people have to take justice into their own hands and you know and, and just like in this in this case you know the appeal is good but the appeal alone um is not good you know it's not good just to rely on an appeal because we know that from history, uh, the courts um, is, you know, this is a tool of the state. This is part of the state apparatus. You know, this is part of the oppressor's toolbox. And we can't rely on that alone. However, if we use the tool of the courts and apply, on the other hand, pressure from the people... That's when we force the courts into complying with the people's will. 
And we've seen this play out in the hunger strikes in the California prison system. Where on the one hand we had the appeal, the lawsuit in the courts. But we didn't rely on that alone because we know the courts are the oppressor's baton. This is their club. So we can't rely on it alone, but we uh, coupled it with the people's resistance on the streets and in the prisons through a 30,000 man hunger strike. And together with the people's struggle, uh, we compelled the courts uh, to act in our interest. Um, and that's the only time they're going to act in our interest when we force them to. And, you know, and, 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 you know, and that's a small level of struggle. And there's a greater level of struggle where we force justice in other ways. But that's another conversation for another interview. So here, you know, this struggle, um, the appeal is good. And but we also need to couple it with struggle from the people. And this should be a situation that all Rasa uh, um, talk about every single uh, group, political party, organization, cadre, organization, um, whatever you may, collective, whatever you may be involved in, this is something that needs to be brought to the table. The campaign to free our political prisoner, Chicano political prisoner, Michael Paul Astorga. We need to free this brother because, um, you know, this is state repression um, at, at the utmost. At the, you know, this is, it doesn't get greater than um, being charged with uh, taking down a government employee. You know, an American government employee. I mean, this is, you know, he's being charged with something he did not do. Um, and he's being charged for this act. I'm not going to call it a crime because uh, crime in America is political. You know, um, if we, you know, murder in America is, you know, it, it's not a crime per se. It depends on who you murder for. If you murder for the U.S. military, you're given medals uh, and you're praised. But if you murder for him, as I've said before, for your family and your loved ones in your community, you're getting death row or life in prison. So murder itself is not a crime. It's who you murder for. It may become a crime. And so um, I'm not going to call this act, even though Michael is innocent of it, I'm not going to call it a crime. Um, uh, you know, um, I'm not going to call it that. I'm going to call it an act. And this act that Michael did not commit, but somebody, somebody did, um, this act, uh, you know, um, this, by putting this on Michael, um, you know, they, for whatever reason, we've heard that they were targeting Michael beforehand. We heard they've harassed him, you know, from growing up in the barrio and, and growing up um, in the Chicano community of uh, Albuquerque, New, New Mexico. So we know he has been a target from the state before this. And um, this is, I mean, I mean, I remember watching the movie Hurricane. And what happened in the movie Hurricane? This brother was targeted by a pig who 
Knew him since he was a kid. This is all of our stories. The pigs who, you know, in my neighborhood, they knew me since I was a kid. You know, and so this is a common story where, and we've seen it in the movie Hurricane, where this brother was targeted by the same pig who terrorized him as, you know, a child. So this brother Michael, it I think it's safe to assume that he also was terrorized by these pigs as a child. And, um, you know, growing up and they see him in the streets, they want to get him off the streets. And this act occurs. This act. And some may say it's an act of justice. But uh, this act occurs. And who do they want to blame? The brother who they've been targeting and terrorizing since he was a child. So this is something that we have to understand and identify and not just take up the oppressor's propaganda that um you know he's you know he's guilty of this and uh, he's arrested he must be guilty we have to understand our communities and how these pigs operate and how state sanctioned terrorism operates and how they target our people and how they do it we've seen it in this movie hurricane if you haven't seen that movie you need to watch that movie to understand how state pig terror, how pig terror uh, uh, um, targets our people. Uh, and, 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 and we need to watch that movie and you'll understand what I'm talking about if you don't understand the pig terror today. But anyway, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask another question, brother. Um, you know, some of the listeners that may be listening you know some are familiar with this show they they um have an understanding of the concentration camps of the quote-unquote prisons um but there's some people that may be new to the show or just don't know nothing about quote-unquote prisons you know uh, basically concentration camps so for those who don't know and who are listening and are listening in 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 understanding that michael has been targeted he was arrested he was convicted and he's thrown in this prison um for those who don't know what it's like what the conditions are for michael can you share with us how what's what's he going through in in prison like how is life in prison brother in speaking with michael both me and a number of his family, friends, whoever has spoken to Michael, they all hear the same story over and over. It sounds like it's such a broken record. It has been very horrific for him. It is a tragedy within a tragedy that continues to occur. Michael's not even being housed in the state where the act occurred or he was charged for it. Michael has been transferred out of state to Oklahoma, and Oklahoma is leading the nation right now in mass incarceration. They continue to house Michael in maximum security, despite the fact that he has medium custody points. They're refusing to allow visitation. They're restricting his personal property and confiscated it and stated that 
a majority of his property had been contraband. Most recently, he was placed in a cell that he had to use the restroom in a trash bag. Mm. He had been placed in a cell for six days at a time with nothing more than a pair of boxers. What happened? Michael thought that he was being housed in the United States of America. This is not a foreign country. Mm. Yeah, brother. Use the restroom in a trash bag. And, and in a trash bag. Wow. And, and this is, we know it's, it's you know, um, it's because of this crime that they, see, the state understands more than the people, unfortunately. The people see this act as, you know, they really don't see deeply into it. The state understands this was, you know, this is an act against its own. This isn't a strike against the empire. This is a, a, an act against the state itself. And so when somebody's charged for this, even if they're innocent, they are going to be put through a living hell. And um, as the brother described, he's, you know, brother Michael was forced to um, use the bathroom in a trash bag. He's put in cells with no electricity and bare cells for weeks, months. They are torturing this brother, torturing Michael. And I know a little bit about torture because I'm a torture survivor myself. And they put me in these cells with no electricity for 30 days. They've done... Uh, Everything you described, brother, they've done it to me as well. So I understand fully what state torture is. And, and you know, and, and, and they are doing it as we speak. They're doing it to many other people. And, and so this innocent brother is not only living a life, you know, 30 years in this prison, but he's also being tortured every day of his life. And so this is something that the listeners who think, well, you know, he's in prison, it'll be okay. They need to understand what an innocent human being is going through. Um, and, and, and this is a tragedy. You know, um, we look at the corporate uh, mainstream news and they talk about having regime changes for countries that torture their own people. Well, let me tell you something. Um, America tortures a lot of people uh, in these false U.S. borders. And I'm one of them who can uh, testify to that. So let me just say, you know, if we want to talk about regime change, you know, um, we don't have to look too far. Let me just say that. But um, so right now, brother, let me just we're going to be taking a short break. Um, we're going to play some music right now, and we will be coming back, and, um, and this um, song, this is a dedication going out to Guayawi, and we will come back, brother, and we will hear more of uh, the campaign for Brother Michael, and stay tuned.
think about all the time Think you may need what? all of mine Hate to say you know the love is blind I'm about to see I close my eyes They can't see you in it all Most of them need dollar signs To make every day your birthday And every night your valentine But KEXU 96.1 FM, uh, listening to Poe People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. And we just heard a, a, an interview with um, a very close um, friend of Michael Paul Astorga, who is a prisoner um, in, in Oklahoma, um, charged for a political crime. 
um, um, and, and you know, um, of, you know, and and the thing is, he's innocent, and we just heard his story. This brother is struggling. He's a political. He's a Chicano political prisoner um, who's wrongfully convicted. And um, there's no evidence, no forensic evidence, no DNA evidence, no witnesses, nothing. And when I heard this story, um, it just, as you can imagine, the listeners who know, uh, listen to the radio regularly, this program, it just blew my mind. Like, there's no way I am not going to um, address this injustice. There's no way I'm going to be silent. There's no way I'm going to help educate others to this brother struggle and um there's no way that i am not going to support the campaign to free michael paul astorga so this is um you know something that we need to begin to discuss and which ways can we support this brother and um there's political prisoners around the world that's true you know there's millions of them um but um if we cannot help uh our political prisoners um, from our own nation, from the Chicano nation, um, then we have no business helping anybody. If you can't help yourself, how in the hell are you going to help your neighbor? You know, so, um, you know, we need to snap, snap out of it. We need to understand that the state is at war with our people, has been since 1848, 1846, and then 1848. Um, and they're going to continue to target us and initiate this war on Aslan until we stand up and fight back. And so we need to find ways to resist. We need to find ways to collaborate. And we need to do this soon because, um, you know, it's one thing hearing the brother Michael's story. It's another thing when um, this story is your nephew's story your son's story your little primo's story and then it becomes an issue so don't wait until it affects your blood family you know um these are people that are part of the chicano nation these are our people and we need to support our people and this is a, a a a campaign that everybody should talk about everybody that has the ability to speak to anybody about begin to research it begin to find ways to promote it begin to find ways to raise uh this issue um and once again find you know help the brother with an attorney locate an attorney um you know and this brother's housed in oklahoma prison um and he's sent there from new mexico and um, let me just welcome back. I have another guest, um, and this is a sister who um, is also a friend, a good friend of Michael. And um, and I'm not going to say her name, but sister, are you on the line? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not going to say her name due to state repression, and and you know, and and we know um, what the state does to those who support anybody. Um, who's charged for an act like this and um, we're not going to bring heat to this sister right here um, and you know um, free Aslan takes all the heat you know we we got a lot of heat already so we're not scared of heat <laughs> we've been in the fire we sat in the pan and we fried for many years and we're not afraid we'll take all the heat and we're, we'll you know we'll make sure and keep this sister safe but 
sister, I want to ask you. I just had a question. One, one, one last question. Um, um, why do you think that they are housing Brother Michael in Oklahoma uh, and not in New Mexico? What, what is the purpose of that? You know, and New Mexico is trying to keep their dirty little secret. So by housing Michael in Oklahoma, what better way to break him mentally? mentally? Do you know what mm. I'm saying? They took away everything else. He's loved, his mm. family, everything else. So they figured if they keep him further away from everybody, soon he'll give up. You know, <sighs> but what, what more do you have if you don't have visits? You don't have... This man mm. hasn't had a visit in 14 years. Because, mm. you know, the state has taken him. They've beaten him. It's ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, and, and I can identify strongly with that. I remember being in prison, sister, and I remember them housing me in a block with nobody, none of my homies, nobody that I, they said, we don't want, do not house any of his homies in this entire block of 200 people. Keep him in there with people that the state felt were, um, you know, in conflict with me. Keep him amongst them people and do not put any of his homies in that entire... And they kept me like that for a couple of years. And they isolate you like that. Absolutely, sister. You are 100% correct. They do it in order to try to break you mentally. To try to put that pressure, added pressure, to make you um, feel um, is extreme pressure um, and, 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 and helpless and... Have no kind of assistance, no homies, nobody around you who will assist you and just throw you amidst um, people that um, you do not know and um, even amongst reactionary prisoners. So that is a tactic they do. They did it to me. I um, understand it very well. And, um, and you know, in, in the case of Michael, I, 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 I'm, I'm very happy to hear that, um, as in my case, um, they made a very bad mistake by doing that because um, all they have done is empowered this brother, strengthened him, and um, mm -hmm. gave him more courage to resist and more strength to fight for justice and, and, and to be free. Um, um, and, and so the state underestimated him and they do this a lot you know they, they underestimate people and um, they think that they're doing something that hurts them and it actually strengthens them and I just want to say thank you state for strengthening me uh, thank you for all, all you did uh, for empowering me because um, you know if it weren't for this repression um, I probably wouldn't be doing the work that I'm doing today uh, if it wasn't for all the state torture that I went through so you know um you know and, and in this case with Michael you know um you know he's he's struggling he's determined um and you know he's a fierce fighter who is not going to stop until he he finds justice so um that's good but before I leave I wanted to ask if anybody wants to get involved in brother Michael's struggle in the campaign to free political prisoner Michael Paul Astorga, what can they do? How can they get in touch? Is there a Facebook page? Is there an email? How can they um, coordinate with the campaign? 
Yeah, you just got to go on Facebook. It's Ampala Sorga, and that's where we're getting all our support right now. Um, we're in the works of making a website for him and mm. everything else. It's just taking time because, you know, we're trying to hide it from New Mexico and keep it hush as much as we can. So we're, like I said, you just got to go to Facebook, okay. look up Ampala Sorga, and there it is there. Give him as much support. Right. And Paul Astorga, and you know, so anybody who you know wants to just say hi, wants to give them words of encouragement, you know, um, my M Paul Astorga, A S T O R G A, you know, want to say hi, give them words of encouragement, um, you know, send them some love, you know, um, send them a card. Um, you contact that Facebook page and message them and they will tell you anybody who knows attorneys conscious attorneys who want to help free this brother uh, message them message them on the Facebook page and um, and that's how we'll do it and I just want to say sister I want to thank you um, for coming on and sharing this story uh, to free Aslan I want to thank um, Johnny who was on this show who's very 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 close to uh brother michael i want to thank michael himself um for having the courage to have his story uh told and for continuing the resistance uh for justice um and i also lastly i want to thank michael paul astorga for his service to the chicano nation on being a very very good man and with that being said, sister, I'm going to sign off and um, and once again continue this fight. It's a fight for justice. It's a fight for innocence. And it's a fight for all of us within the Chicano Nation. Thank you very much, sister. Thank you. And this is KEXU 96.1 FM, listening to Poll People's Revolutionary Radio. And I'm JV, and this is Free Aslan. Brother, is that all the time? Before before we leave, I just want to say a few words. I got Brother G7 here, and he's going to share um, one of his songs with us very quickly. And welcome to Free Aslam, brother. Thank you. Thank you again, brother. You uh -huh. know, I'm here to gather my people, every culture, every color. Me and my amigos, my sisters, and all my brothers. Start a revolution. That's what we're going to do. To gather my people, every culture, every color. Me and my amigos, my sisters, and all my brothers. My sisters and all my brothers. You know, I'm back here shining light, man. I, we got to come together as a people. You already know. You know, and uh, we back at this uh, free ice line. And, and, you know, we are 100 people on our own land. Unity is a time. It's a time right now of oppression. It's very important due to the fact that we are segregated and separated. It's being forced on us. People of minority. To have us against one another, killing each other, and feeding each other negativity is only a few of the inflictions caused by the imperialists. Decolonization is key to our recovery as a civilized society. Mm. We must pull together and pull the plug on this system of horizontal crime and epidemic-driven communities. Voicing our opinions and standing up for what is right can only help fight this evil entity of destruction, corruption, and its oppressors at its core. No more time to waste, scratching the surface and allowing the figures to continue their illegal, inhumane rampage. The true terrorists are the corrupted police and sheriff departments. They can kill us and get away with this, and that's not right. So it's time to come together as a people, every culture, every color, 
All my sisters and all my brothers. Free Aslan. Mm, free Aslan. That was Brother G7. And that's it for today's show. And we will see you next week. Free Aslan. Tierra y Libertad.